Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, a playoff Sliwa Friday. What, uh, take me through the rest of your day. We're done here in a little bit more, yeah. an hour and 12 minutes, and we, we wrap it up. You don't, you, you've got a more traditional starting time tonight. Yeah. It's not one of those midday kind of situations. I have time. I have time, which to is, do. which is nice. So I will go back to Pasadena actually go Altadena for a little bit of a hike. Nothing crazy, but it's a couple miles. Get some fresh air. Breathe a little bit. Breathe the fresh going. air a little bit. Get a little bit of a sweat. Take Rook. Lady Slee will go. Nice. Eventually circle our way back. Get down to uh, Pasadena. A little shower, shave, the whole thing, and book it back to crypto. And then you've got, hopefully, a joyous postgame. Yes. Hopefully, it's like, all right. Let's, you'll, yep. w- by the way, the Warriors game will be over probably early – Early tip? You said it's five o'clock. I think five, five or five thirty. I'll okay. double check so, right now. But that's an an hour and a half, two hours before the Lakers. So you'll know whether or not the Warriors have advanced or whether they're going back to Sacramento for Game Seven. Yeah, By five the- five p.m. And because it's on ESPN, they'll wait for that game to finish before yep. we tip off. So yep. so you'll have that all squared away and and ready to go. Because here's what's weird about this, and, and it's not officially, but I I poked around and and come up with what is the likely NBA schedule for the second round for the Lakers. And it depends a lot on what happens with the Kings and the Warriors as well. If both the Warriors and Lakers win tonight, they would start round two on Sunday. Right out the gate. Okay, right. Couple mm-hmm. Day off. Let's go again. They would play game two on Tuesday. Day off. Go again. Then they'd get a break. Wouldn't play game three until Saturday. So you get Wednesday, mm. Thursday, Friday to kind of catch your breath and go. In the event that either the Warrior game or the Laker game goes to a game seven, they got to go back to Memphis or go back Sacramento, either or, the schedule then goes to they would start the series on Tuesday and then play every other day until the series is concluded. So if rest is a big deal Mm. for the Lakers, and I think we all agree that it is, you not only need to close out tonight to get the more favorable schedule, you also need the Warriors to close yeah. out tonight to get the more favorable schedule. Because if either of those go to Game 7, when you do get into the second round, you're basically playing every other day. Well, they're okay if – and I still think they're rooting for the Warriors to go 7, right? Because then you, if Lakers finish, take care of their job, they won't start round number one until Tuesday. Yeah. Which gives them, in my opinion, a better shot of stealing one of those two games okay. based upon having that rest. The problem I have is both teams finish tonight. Sunday, probably still let's put it this way. Lakers almost no matter what, unless both teams um unless only if the Warriors win, would be playing on or if the Warriors lose, would be playing on Sunday. That that concerns me too. Going Sunday and Tuesday in the Bay Area but against Golden nice State for one and two rest, and so up. will they. And I think the Warriors will try to take advantage of the Lakers are not no, getting that rest. No, I, I don't agree with that at all because the the Lakers are more susceptible to fatigue than I think the Warriors are. And and, and you're right, they're, they're not the Kings who can just go up and down all night long. But Steph is not in year twenty. Yeah, Steph does not have you know twenty three seasons worth older of older too. They are, but mm-hmm. LeBron is the most important guy 
let's not forget what that looked like the other night, right? Yeah. And they're going to be tired in games one and two as well. So you're kind of on a draw, and the the rest benefits the Lakers, I think, more for games three and beyond. If you get into an every other day, the Lakers are the are the worst option no matter who they're playing in an every other day situation, just based on All their right, worst best players 38 years old. Want the worst scenario? Worst scenario is Lose Lakers have to go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. But let, let's just say they have to go to Game 7, and Golden State wrapped it up tonight, right? And then the Lakers have to play on Sunday. And then they beat the Memphis Grizzlies. And then they have to start the next round Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. <laughs> You're right about that. And that that's why, listen. I, no, I, literally no can, can break. I, can I tell you what my biggest concern with the Lakers up to this point is? I'm not telling you that there are players that have been disappointing. D'Angelo Russell has been disappointing, okay? That's a problem. D'Angelo Russell is not supposed to be the player that you have um, where he's not the role player, he's not a star, he's that guy in between, incredibly inconsistent. I have no idea what he's going to get. Most likely he's going to be the wrong side than the good side. Put the role players to the side. Put everybody aside. My biggest concern with the Lakers, we watched the Lakers close out the season. <laughs> Tell him. Tell him what you're talking out. about. Will Levis on TV again? It's fine. It, it, it's fine. I'm Everything's not fine. saying it's fine. I'm not saying it's not. What fine. he's saying. Look how much attention is going to this <laughs> yes, man. Yes. There. You, there you go. He's up there with his family. Looks like two of his sisters and uh, his mother. I think that's what that is. Assume. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, there's his his lovely girlfriend as well. Um, he didn't look happy. Sorry. I just he popped on again. It's. He's been yeah, on does a he lot. Wear the same suit tonight because it's like supposed to be the draft suit. Oh, you don't or come anywhere near it today. Yeah, yeah no, you, you got to burn that. You go home, man. Yeah. You you go. I don't. I don't know if he's. From I come Kentucky. in with flip flops. <laughs> I'm going home. I'm going on vacation. Call me when I get picked. I got to shake this. Wait one a minute. Off. Wait a minute. How does that work? Does he? Is he? I wouldn't come back. Would you? Yeah, because I, uh, I wouldn't. Come yeah, back. I think you have to. Why? Because are they okay? Are, will they have a camera at his house? No, I think what you do is look. I I thought I was getting picked yesterday. It didn't work out. I had previous commitment. I I've got to go. Uh-huh. I I thought that we'd be celebrating the yeah. And I I have a pre. I, I'm more I, sold I on that. Go. I would I rather do that. So, sorry, I, I I was planning on being here yesterday. I'd made plans for the uh, the 28th. I, I'm sorry. I'm 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 gone. You know, Even though you're sitting in your you hotel ESPN, room around the corner. You know what ESPN <laughs> would say? No problem, brother. We have so much footage from yesterday. We literally don't need anything. Or you like stand up to it, say, yeah, I'm going to be here because I am going to get drafted in the second round. Yeah, and that's I a good argument, too, Em. Maybe. He's no so, yeah, Dylan that... Brooks, right? Maybe. Yeah, that is very Dylan But he Brooks. didn't do anything wrong. This isn't Dylan Brooks. This I mean, it looks Brooks like it. Chirping. He's hanging his head in shame. <laughs> no, I had a previous commitment. Obviously not good enough to be a part of the first <laughs> round. Like, Nothing right, either. He, there was something I saw something where it was like a eighty-eight percent chance he got picked in the top ten. Higher, was it? Higher? I think it was like ninety-two or ninety-four. I just saw it on Twitter too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was higher. There was a zero point zero one percent chance that he, he doesn't go, go in the first round. So there you go. That's why that's why gambling. It's kind of kind of up to you. Give it a shot. That zero point zero one percent comes in occasionally. <laughs> go ask Will Levis. Go ask uh, FAU or whoever it is that was in the Final Four. Was it FAU that San Diego State beat? Yeah, FAU. Yeah, FAU. Yeah. Damn you. right it was. There you go. They know who it was. That schedule for the Lakers <laughs> is a mess. And, and it, it gets – once you get 
beyond the second round? Because the, the first round's weird, right? There's some time off early if you're on one side of a draw, time off late if you're on the other side of the draw. Yeah. The series could end early. Yeah. And by the way, the longer you get in, the deeper you go into the playoffs, it just feels like, and I don't have any, this is, feels anecdotal, but it feels like those series almost always go six or seven games. You very rarely get that four or five game series in the second round or beyond. Yeah. You're going to be burning a lot of energy, and LeBron looked like his tank was on empty last but, but couple of games. You're playing the Warriors, who are also veteran heavy. Like it could be that both teams don't benefit. So it's, you know, it might even out. So I, I will tell you the thing I fear the most now is Trav. The last month of the season, what were the Lakers doing? They were playing their guys had to 35 40 minutes plus because they had no choice right? right it was hey we literally have to make this is the only way we're going to get in the playoffs is the playing tournament then you had to play that extra game against minnesota that entire week it was a overtime game against utah it was the clippers the next night it was and i know people are saying no that's far back it's not a big deal I think for this team, that's the one thing I fear most. Okay, let's say they get past Memphis tonight. Are we still not going to be talking about fatigue in the second round? We will be. It's the number one topic with this team. It was the number one topic with this team coming into the series. Yeah. It was the number one topic going into the game against Minnesota was, hey, how much energy did they have to expend? And both you and, and Emily are right about, yes, the Warriors are a veteran-laden team as well. But Steph Curry doesn't have the miles that LeBron James does. He just he just doesn't. And they right? don't have to depend. I know it's going to sound crazy, but they literally have four or five guys a night. Yes, like that's their that is their philosophy of how they work. And that second where Bron everything's guys, on his shoulders. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that said, whether it's Poole or whether it's Gary Payton Jr. or Clay Thompson goes Clay, off. But I'm just talking about their younger guys. Yep. Clay, I'm talking a younger group of guys that play a lot of pool. Gary Even Payton Wiggins Jr., is on Wiggins. Yeah. That uh, that Looney. These are guys that are not veteran. They're not rookies, but this is not. I know what you're saying. They're not 16 years in. Right. Clay, Draymond, Steph, older players, not as old as LeBron. Mm -hmm. AD, even though he's younger than those guys, is a little more fragile than they are. It it doesn't help either one, but I think it hurts the Lakers more. All right. It's a Lakers game day Friday right here on 710 ESPN, getting you pumped up for what's on tap for tonight's closeout game presented by Michelob Ultra. A refreshing and balanced flavor with only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Please enjoy responsibly. So this run for the Lakers right now, what this conversation has brought to my mind is that it seems a lot like that 2021 Dodger team where they had to expend every ounce of energy down the line in the regular season in order to make it into the postseason to maybe avoid the wild card ends up in the wild card like the um, Lakers getting to the playing game you know has to expend energy in the playing game and the wild card game really has to extend energy in that first series because it's a really tough opponent and then second season they have nothing left to give do you think that could be what happens to the Lakers I, I, I think those things kind of fall into whatever happens next you can kind of make them work out it, it, it's a good anal- analogy but I don't know if having to play a lot down the stretch is going to determine whether or not you have success in the postseason. I think what that is, is if you have an older team, it's not a great idea. For instance, last year's league, the Padres and the Phillies had to fight like crazy just to get into the playoffs towards the end, right? They did not; they were not able to take their foot off the gas until quite yeah, Those right. are the two teams that ended up in the NLCS, and it was mostly because they weren't dependent on a bunch of 35-year-old guys, mm. right? They were relatively young. That's why if this... Like you said, if it breaks a certain way, if Sacramento comes out of this as the winner of that other series, 
they they love to go every other day. Mm. Because not and they still have the same schedule and they're young. They're just younger. They're just more spry. They're just more able to do that thing where every other day is going to wear on a guy like LeBron totally differently. And if you're the Memphis Grizzlies, I just get it to Sunday. They, they don't care. And, and, That's and, their only option. Well, this, this is why. This is why early on, and I think a lot of people are going to say, okay, I get it. You're not going to sweep the Memphis Grizzlies. I understand that. But they did have an opportunity in game two to just kind of, they already took game one. John Morant was not playing in game two. There was a window there where, hey, maybe they don't have to get into this back and forth one-on-one. Not that Memphis did anything wrong. It's just that Memphis wasn't healthy. Memphis found a way to survive game two without Ja. Now you've basically played since then some close games or, you know, you could call it one blowout on one side, another blowout on another side, and everything else has been close. All right, Dodgers are off of their road trip. It was meh. It wasn't a disaster. It wasn't very good either. They open a new series tonight against the Cardinals. And Slee, a month in the books, they're officially on the watch list. I'll explain next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Small factor, big factor, but something factor. Grizzlies wing Luke Kennard, um, according to a tweet from Tim McMahon. Is that where it's coming from, yep. him? Uh, has not taken a shot or really even moved around his injured left shoulder since the media has been allowed into the shoot-around. Uh, Kennard listed for listed as questionable for Game 6 tonight. Um, I mean, you take what you can get, but Luke, it's not like Luke Kennard has been a huge impact player in this series. I mean, you'd rather catch every break you can as a Laker fan, but I don't know if that one has a, has, has a major impact on what happens so tonight. this is how it affects it. He usually comes in for Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks has been so been bad. Dreadful. So, so bad. And Luke Kennard had the highest three-point average during the regular season. So it would be one of those, did Luke of Kennard... Of the in the league? In the NBA. Highest three-point percentage in the NBA. Um, I guess the question would be this. Has he had an impact on any of these games? That's, this, that's basically what I was going to say. Could he catch fire in a game? He can't. Yeah, okay. Can Dylan Brooks? Doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like it. But he'll catch but, but fire but in the sense this. that we he'll see... burn himself to death because he can't get a shot off and he doesn't know what to say about it. Do we, do we, we've seen this where one guy will randomly hit. Let's use Rui Hachimura. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. It's not out of the ordinary. Yeah, right. if, if Luke Kennard hit four threes tonight, you'd be like, wow, it's a good game for Luke, and damn, he hit some threes. That's not crazy. What would be crazy if, I guess at this point, that Dylan Brooks had a big impact in a game because it doesn't look like that's going to happen. 
he was three for 15 again last game. This is going to come down to whichever big guys play better, right? Like, it, it, are Ja and Bain better than AD and LeBron? And, and, and look, I understand that maybe Rui has another night where he's awesome. And maybe, you know, Austin Reeves has one of those nights where he gets you 25 or 26 points. And maybe, you know, you get a, a, a Xavier uh, Tillman that has another big night along the way. But these big, big games always feel like they turn on on star performances. Am I wrong? I think um, I, I, I kind of fall to this. I, I think you have to have a guy or two for each team that you're not expecting that has a good game. And remember, what was it, the game two, Xavier Tillman went off? I'm not saying that kind of game. It's good in game five, too. Um, Rui has gone off in a couple of games. Reeves has been more consistent than some of the other players. I think if you had a game where LeBron and Anthony Davis both play well together, which, by the way, has not happened, the chances of the Lakers That's winning that game, very strong. That's good news, right? That, that Because, look, Anthony Davis, and I I think everybody knows where I am on Anthony Davis. He drives me crazy. I'm incredibly frustrated by the inconsistencies and the, oh, I'll do better next time. So it, drives, it makes me want to bang my head on the desk. Anthony Davis is a really, really good player. LeBron James is LeBron James. That they haven't had good nights at the same time and their Lakers are ahead 3-2, to two, that's good news, I could see right? That. That, yeah. that, that, yeah. I mean, that, there's a case to be made that they're going to have a good night at the same time eventually, and that it hasn't happened yet. Is and, and the Lakers still have the lead in the series. That's positive. Ja Morant and Desmond Bain both went off last game. Yes, if they both go off in a game, that's pretty dangerous. It's pretty dangerous if LeBron and and Anthony Davis both have good games. Yeah. So how about this, Luke Kennard? The highest percentage three point because I, I I've heard it before and I was like all right let me double check here the highest three point field goal percentage in the NBA Luke Kennard now he's probably not firing off ten threes a game yeah that, so. that, that's one of those highest batting average but doesn't have enough attempts to he played appearances to qualify he's he's three for five and he's batting six hundred no, no he's not that he's definitely not that that's all Luke Kennard shoots okay. if he shoots he's shooting a three <laughs> okay. Um, Speaking of guys that go three for five and hit 600, the Dodgers don't have any of those. They, they, they need to go find some. Neither do the Padres so far this year. Nothing. Maybe Bogarts a little bit. Um, here, here's I forget what it was. A week or two ago, you were asking me those questions. I said, okay, it's good to check in every once in a while. We're basically, by the time we come back on Monday, the Dodgers will have played a month of baseball. Okay. okay so we're, we're a month in. We're one-sixth of the way through the season, more or less. And they're 13 and 13. And you can make a case that this is exactly what they are. They're just kind of a 500 team. I can make a case that they're actually a much better team than this. Or, hey, you're really lucky to be 13 and 13. Which one do you want right now? Well, I'll tell you where I would lean. Sure. I would lean that they're better. They're a better team than 13 and 13. So if you want to take either one to argue. Well, I, I think the one, the reason that you can think that they're better than 13 and 13 is that. A lot of stuff has not been great for them, right? They've missed some players along yeah. the way. Will Smith, who does come back tonight, that's good news. Uh, he's been out for a long time. That you're going to get Tony Gonsolin back. Yep. That that's going to boast them up a little bit along the way. Mookie and Freddie have been good-ish, not great. That yep. they're very likely to become great. And that's why they're probably a little bit better than they are. Max Muncy has been awesome. If he continues uh, to be, he got off that's to a good slow news. start and then just went bananas. That's the case for everything's okay. The case for everything is not okay, I think, mm -hmm. is a better one. That their bullpen is actually getting worse. 
right? They had a terrible, terrible road trip. Julio's gotten bombed out in his last. That's not fatal. That's not he's not good anymore. But that's one of those. Okay, you have my attention now. Sure. One, one's one. Two's. Let's see what three looks like, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't look quite like he used to look. He looks a little. I don't know if lethargic is the right word. There's just a little bit of something that's not quite Missing as some crisp. Spark or what do you think? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's 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 watching from a distance. I don't know. It just seems that he's not as sharp as he used to be. Um, maybe it's just a couple of bad starts along the way. They have the fourth lowest batting average in baseball. That's dreadful. Austin Barnes has been terrible. Chris mm-hmm. Taylor has been terrible. There are not a lot of. They're not going to hit 092. But I don't think those guys are going to turn it around and be hitting 270 by the end of the year. They have absolutely no ability to stop anybody's running game. They have absolutely no running game of their own, which, under the way that they're playing right now, becomes more. You know who they've had trouble with? Pittsburgh, Arizona. You know who's really running wild? Pittsburgh and Arizona. They're, they're, they're in a weird spot. They've had moments where they look really good, but it's because they hit a ton of home runs that doesn't happen they're very very average all right so let's let's just try to you know a month in like you said by the time the the weekend's over a month from monday right around 500 i think that's likely i, I honestly knowing what's coming up in may their schedule we've, we've talked about they play starting with the first series of the month, they play nobody but good teams yeah. the entire month. And not just good teams, very good teams. Last series of the month against the Nats, they stink. But for 25 days, you play good teams. I think they come out of that month under 500. Not by a million games. Sure. But they could be, you know, if they're 13 and 13 right now, they could be 24 and 26. They, they could be something like that. They could be, you know, three, four games under 500. And that's when you have to ask yourself, do you go and address this team? Do you, you know, I know one of those deals that's floating out there. Make a move for Tim Anderson. The yeah. White Sox are having a terrible start. Yeah. He's available. You need a shortstop. He's a yeah, good offensive up to player. Seven and 19. They stink. They stink. Sure. Or do you decide, you know what, let's keep our powder dry for whatever's coming next year because that Otani thing is looming large. Don't sell off anything that you might need for later. Don't chase something that's not going to happen. And that's the toughest decision for a general manager to make. Where actually are we? Are we underperforming and we're going to get better, or is this what we are? Andrew Freeman hasn't had to make that decision in a long time. Isn't it safe to say that it could have been one or two things in the offseason? In the offseason, the Dodgers did nothing, right? They really didn't do Very anything. little. Very little. Very little. And I don't know if they did nothing because they said, guys, this offseason, it just seems like everything's overpriced. It seems like everybody is, you know, they're buying houses at the top of the housing market. That's not what we do. 2006. We can, <laughs> 2006. We can afford it. It's not that we can't afford it. We just don't think it's a it's good a deal. Idea. It's a bad deal, right? Um, or were the Dodgers saying... We need every one of these resources because when Otani is available, and if it means us kicking the can down the road for one year, then we're going to kick the can down the road for one year because we're better off having every single asset that we have. We're not the worst team in Major League Baseball anyway, so it's not like they're not going to compete. They're going to give some of their younger players opportunities to come up, and one of two things happen. One, they show that Outman is showing Hey, I look pretty good so far. Sure does. He's raising his value yep. if they do go out and make some type of a deal. And maybe some there's a there's a fine line there because somebody else might get an opportunity and say, yeah, he doesn't look as good as we thought he was going to be. Um, it might be more of the latter where 
we're holding on to our assets. And if this year the Los Angeles Dodgers are not the best team in baseball going into the playoffs, well, it's okay because we're thinking big picture, which the Dodgers have always thought big picture. I love that. I love that. And I just want to add one thing to the kick the can thing. They're kicking the can down the road, and they're still kind of in it. No, they're competitive. The, yeah, absolutely. That, they're not the worst team in the league. You're like not you the said. Rockies. We're, You're not the – no. We may find ourselves in a wild card spot, and you know what? Let's just see what happens. You've been on the other side of <laughs> right. where teams have said that when they got into the wild card, and then they ended up the winning best, the whole thing. Like we were talking best case, worst case scenarios for the Lakers as far as schedule and the way that these things break and everything. The, what we're kind of painting the picture is a best case scenario for the Dodgers, which would be – you don't burn any assets. You keep Outman. You keep Bush. You keep Cartaya. You keep May and Gonsolin and all these guys that are going to be attractive to whatever trade deadline deal you might want to make. You don't do it. You still find a way to be one of the six best teams in the National League, and you get into the playoffs, and then you get hot. That, and then you go get Otani. I was just going to say. Right. I was going to say. Does part of you root as a Dodger fan? For the Angels to still be in the mix in a couple of months. So, but then come September 1st, let's say the tread that... They, so nobody gets him? They're close enough. They're close enough to where the uh. Angels and, and you know, ownership is basically saying all he wants to do is get in the playoffs and we're three games back from a wild card spot. We're, we're going to keep him. Trade deadline passes. And then they August and September, <laughs> they don't even have to lose 10 in a row. They missed the playoffs by a couple of games. Right. You kept every single asset you had, and now Otani says... It's just money. It's just money. Right. It's just now the only thing you have to spend is money, compensatory draft picks. It, it, yes. Doesn't Otani want to be on a Dodgers team that still has all these other of, guys? Of course. That That's the dreams. And, oh, by the way, while But that, that's not unrealistic either. No, it's perfect, but it's not. it's not a pipe dream. And by the way, the only other thing I would add to the perfect scenario that you just laid out is the Dodgers do the first part we talked about, where you kind of hang around. You don't really spend any of your capital to go get even a Tim Anderson or whoever it might yeah. be, and you just get hot at exactly the right time. Because the thing that scares me to death about the way that the Dodgers play is that all they do is hit home runs, and when they don't, they score one or two. Yeah, They could hit home runs for a couple of weeks, right? Max Muncy and Freddie Freeman and Mookie and, and Will, Will Smith, Smith get hot for two weeks. Well, you're in the World Series, and now you just got to be hot for a few more days. Not likely, but that's the dream scenario. I we broke that down pretty good. Otani nearly hit for the cycle, and he had a bad day on the mound and still won. He's given up 11 hits this season. He's pitched five times. I didn't know that until you said that. The, the 11 hits is just... 11. He had eight hits going into yesterday. Not... As a hitter, he'd given up eight yeah. hits. He until yesterday, you know how many home runs he'd given up? Zero. You pitch in the big leagues; those guys get paid too. They're going to run into a foe like they did yesterday. Zero. He'd hit five. Nearly got number six yesterday in a cycle until this happened. Does it sometimes? Otani drives one right center field. Baseball history coming for Shohei, but it's caught at the wall. What it's caught at the wall. If he'd have waited two more seconds. Yes. Just two more seconds. Can't a, say that. A drive to right center field. Can it be? No. Caught he at the wall. History in the making, everything. <laughs> no, not, not might is. Otani drives one. Right center field. Baseball history coming 
for Shohei, but it's baseball history coming for Shohei. So close. By the way, when I was initially watching that, I'm like, I don't know. Center fielder looks like he's kind of getting under that. <laughs> Are we watching the same thing? Center fielder is just at the track, like the beginning of the track. Still space. He caught it. I mean, it, it's, it's that call. Yeah. That ball needs to be off the A in the parking lot, mm-hmm. even though it would be foul in this case. At situation. least it wasn't like an away game where we know no one's traveling for the Angels. So. <laughs> Like that's that's pretty great. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty great. All right, somebody told the truth. Somebody, somebody get the memo. Somebody told the truth in the NBA. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Slee, I need to ask you this because I don't know if it's just me and and it's personal. I don't know if it just strikes me in a certain way that um, I I I don't see it. You know, sometimes you have a blind spot for certain things. So I just want to ask you. I'm I'm going to read this to you, yep. and I, I need your response if if this feels as ridiculous as it does or whether it actually needs an explanation you ready yeah and this is this is just the most recent one i got so i'm not going to say that this person is the only one that's doing it but the question is if the angels finish with a better record than the dodgers would otani even consider playing for la do we have to explain why that's crazy or am i just taking it personally um you are taking it personally and it is crazy (laughs) and you should explain it do, do I really need to? No, you don't need to. But <laughs> Because the Dodgers have played 10 years in a row where they've been one of, if not the best team in baseball. Yep. The Angels have played 10 years in a row where they've been one of, if not the worst team in baseball. Yep. That I mean, it's as easy as that, right? That one season does not, mean, does not identify who you are, mm-hmm. right? Every once in a while, a guy that's a 250 hitter, he'll hit 282. Yep. Doesn't make him a 282 hitter. He played 10 years. He bats 250. He's 250. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers have an executive, a drafting system, ownership group, uh, manager, all of these things that are certain to generate success. Yep. Not because they had one good year. Those same things that I said have generated no success over here. That's why he would consider it. Start to the top. Take both of those franchises. Who's running the Dodgers? Who's running the Angels? Start at the top. Nothing's going to change. Dodgers are going to continue to be competitive. They've been competitive since the new ownership group took over, and nothing's going to change with the Angels. Maybe you have a year where they make it to the playoffs, but it's more of an outlier. It's not the it's not the consistent. It, yeah, thank you. I, I just I felt that just, we, you didn't need re, to re, really. But I like, just said, you, go ahead and do really? it. Really, yeah. we're asking. Like, uh, no, you know you. 
every who's the worst team in the NBA this year? Was it Detroit? The Houston the Rockets. The Houston Rockets beat the Lakers. Does that mean that they're better than the Lakers? No. It means they beat them once. Yeah, stop. It's bothering yeah. me. All right. Speaking of teams that are not in the playoffs, let's talk about the Clippers. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I can't help it. Um, Lawrence Frank, their team president, mm-hmm. said something I thought was really interesting. Now, I don't want to take this totally out of context. You need to know that this came in a conversation where we talked about we're committed to Kawhi Leonard, we're committed to Paul George, we're committed to Ty Lue, and we're gonna we're gonna yep. do everything we can, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And he was kind of singing from the hymnal the the same thing that you heard Ty Lue and Steve Ballmer and all these guys say that oh look our guys have been down and you know it's just a little bit of bad luck run it back. and we need to run it back and all of these things. So he was singing that song too. But what he also said was something that was incredibly refreshing to hear, and especially from a team that I think is probably the poster child for this particular load management era of NBA basketball. What I don't want to do is have the injuries or how hard we fought in the postseason to mask a disappointing regular season. We have to be honest with ourselves. We have to look in the mirror. It starts with me, and we have to get back to honoring and respecting the regular season. We have to compete harder, more consistently, and we have to earn it. And regardless of who plays, I think we showed in the playoffs that competing, that's what we have to be about. I just think we need to compete harder every single night. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to our fans. We want to be a championship organization, and we have to invest deeper into the process. The regular season matters. You know, it's funny. When I hear that, I don't know if the Clippers made an argument for the regular season mattering. Not this year they didn't. They won one game on the road right out the gate against the Phoenix Suns without Paul George. Uh-huh. And then they competed in every one of these games without Kawhi Leonard and without Paul George. I Listen, I'm the, I want the players to play, but there's I also watch the Clippers. I also watch the Lakers who did not have home court advantage. I watch the Golden State Warriors who did not have home court advantage. Um Winning one game on the road, which is why I think a lot of these teams do the load management and they want their guys to be healthy at the right time, the argument of, well, our guys still weren't healthy at the right time, that's the argument to be making. But as far as the winning and the losing, there's a lot of teams that are going to continue to load manage and there's a lot of teams that are going to steal a game in the playoffs on the road. So I, I, I get it, but I also, at the same time, I kind of understand the strategy on the other side. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I think this is really refreshing because what he's saying is if you want to be a winner, you got to play like a winner. you got to compete every single night. You can't pick your spots. You can't because we're picking our spots and we didn't get anything. We got exactly what we've gotten every year where our best guys were hurt at the end that we're going to have to change the way that we go about this. We're going to have to compete in a more consistent way, which is what he's talking about, to develop culture, to develop some sort of identity, ethic, identity mm-hmm. of what we are as an organization. This thing of, well, we're just going to let Kawhi set his schedule, and we hope that he's healthy, and if he plays here and he doesn't play there, then we'll just hope that it happens at the right time, and we'll try to grab a game on the road. We need to be a winning team. We need to take this stuff seriously. The last part of that quote, the regular season matters. I think it does. I don't think that there are enough teams. Now, maybe there are exceptions to this. Maybe the Golden State Warriors can kind of float through it. They're the Warriors. They can do that. What the Warriors didn't do for years and years while they were getting the point of winning four titles in what's been eight years or whatever is by just tricking off the regular season every single year. you got to figure out who you are and what you are and who does what and all these things. But can I say this too? Who started load management? 
if you remember, if you look back, the Did team Popovich, San Antonio Spurs. It was a strategic move to be ready for the playoffs. Sure. And again, the, again, I'm but isn't that I'm the not, case for it, Slee? Because the Warriors saying, or excuse me, the, the Spurs were winning championships. Okay, but this is this is the problem with the Clippers this year. And I remember before the playoffs started, he said, you know what's not good for the NBA? If some of these teams who do not mm-hmm. have home court advantage get through to the next round and they could kind of tell themselves, Did we really need home court? We really didn't. I'm not telling you that the NBA doesn't have a problem with load management. Part of the load management the Clippers issue. Clippers have a problem with load management specifically. Okay, but even with that, let's just use the Clippers as an example. The Clippers this year in the postseason tied Lost the in series. Five games. Tied the series one-one against the Phoenix Suns, and then Kawhi was not there the rest of the way. Neither was Paul George. That. You could still say to yourself, and I, I know I said this, that if just Kawhi was there, forget Paul George. It's 2-2. But he wasn't. I know that, but that he's injured. Right. And they load-managed him into nothing. They, they load-managed him into playing two playoff games. This is Okay, what, so if he's playing all season long, who knows? And, this, and, the, and the thought process is, the issue is the... You're not going to be – they're saving him for the playoffs. Does that increase his chances what, of making the playoffs? What's the name of the other Van Gundy brother? Not Jeff. I'm blanking. Stan. Stan, Stan Van Gundy was talking about this during one of the, the um, Kings games, as a matter of fact, Taylor. He was talking about how they've been very, very healthy. They're incredibly consistent. And he, he was being sarcastic and kind of very Stan Van Gundy-ish and about it. they play it. every game. And he's like, they play – you know what else they do? Mm-hmm. They practice. And he, he was kind of being a wise guy about the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, He's yeah. like, you know, hey, I know it's super weird, but this basketball team actually practices together. And I don't know, but their best players play every night. Maybe it has nothing to do with it, but it's something that I kind of like. And I'm not saying you run the tires off of everybody, but at some point, especially if you're a team like the Clippers, who I don't really think do have an identity. They've got some good players, but I don't know if that's an identity. You did this thing, and this is coming from the very top. This is coming from the president of the team saying, we need to take this more seriously. I couldn't agree with him more. That this idea of, well, you know, we got a little unlucky. Every year? Every year? Maybe we try something different. Just saying we're going to play, you got 50 games, and maybe we'll get lucky this year. Really? How about we try something different? Look, I'd much rather be the Milwaukee Bucks or the Boston Celtics who are trying to get the top two seeds in the Eastern Conference. Okay, Denver was trying to get the number one seed in the West. Now it's still yet to be seen. If Phoenix beats them in the first round, it's like, all right, well, that didn't cash in. But Denver also plays together. Denver, there is a, a true team concept. Phoenix just put this team Denver's together a, example too. A, a couple, you know, whatever, a couple months ago, whenever the trade deadline was. I just don't know if teams will say – Okay, we got it. Clippers are an example. We're going to start playing in the regular I'm season. I'm not t- even talking about. It. I'm talking about the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the Clippers, not the, any of the 29 other teams. So whatever. If you're, if the Clippers think that they can just trick off another regular season and hope that you get lucky, good luck with that. We've seen it. The team president saying we this doesn't work for us. He, he likes Kawhi Leonard. He likes Paul George, the coach. He was very positive. Yeah, in he things, was. He was. But this saying idea, we want to keep him here, all that. Yep. We don't want how hard we fought, and this is the whole thing. Well, we made it close. You're out in five games. You're out. You're out in five games. That's all people will remember. Why should they remember anything else? Mm-hmm. Especially when you're the team that's always out in five games. And you'll remember that they were injured again. It, will you? Or or is it just another year that no, you goes will. by? You will. In because the short when we, term, no, no. Because when we went back eh. and said. 
Think of Paul, George, and Kawhi. We went through every year, and we said the first year they were together, they blew a 3-1 lead. Since then, one of them have always been out. They're out all the time, and I love that that guy pushed back on it. I really deeply respect it. You used the word that I think is the right word. You said it's refreshing. That's fair. It is. Because that's not something that comes from front offices, especially their front office. It's the truth. you Mm got to have those guys play. And look, Paul George splintered his leg, and I feel terrible that he had that injury. And I know Kawhi had a serious knee injury and all these things, but you're telling me you couldn't take this a little bit differently? You know what I mean? That this is the only way you can do it. And if you had had, like you're talking about, Al, Kawhi, and you got beaten seven games that you just missed, and okay, you got two playoff games out of the guy by load managing him. Let's, let's not load manage him and see what happens because well, I know what it gets if you. If I give you an example, if the players are making their own decisions, let's say we here at the office, we don't answer to anybody. You know what, Trav – uh, work when you feel like it. Yeah, I'm going to come in a couple days a week. I'm going to come right. in a couple days a week. I'm going to come in a couple days a week. That I get what you're saying is, well, we're going to gain zero chemistry because we're or you're going to the gym. You can't go once a week and think, yeah, but I'm going to work really hard. I'm going to work really hard in that one time I go. That's not how it works. The Dubs coming up next is Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. How are we feeling? Okay, you know there's there's a there's a story brewing yeah. that could help us significantly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you guys talked about this, Slee. Mm. So, Mace, do you know who the best three point shooter in the NBA has been for the last yes, two Luke years? Kennard. Who? Luke Kennard. Correct. Yeah. Maybe out. Oh, really? Questionable, uh, right? Tim McMahon, mm-hmm. who's yeah. been covering this the Grizzlies for ESPN throughout this series, yeah. tweeted about half an hour ago that Luke Kennard has he he's at practice has not taken a shot or even raised his left arm mm-hmm. mm. since he went down in game five. If Luke Kennard doesn't play, that is a major help to the Lakers. He is, every time the Lakers leave him open, I get this pit in my stomach like, are you kidding? He shoots 46% Your from calls three. during the games when he gets a shot, Luke Kennard open for three. And it's this... How is Luke Kennard yeah. open for three? I, I'd like I, if I was guarding Luke Kennard, I, I seriously would treat it like I was guarding Steph or Clay. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't leave. If you were Mace, if you were driving towards the rim yes. for a layup, and I was the only thing between you and the rim, yep. But Luke Kennard was standing over there. I'd let you go because I figure I'll rather give up the two, two than, than the, the three. three. Yeah. Same thing with Steph and Clay. Yeah. I just would not leave them ever. So we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. But it looks like there is a. Decent chance Luke Kennard will not play tonight, which would be huge for the Lakers. So they here's another, don't have any depth. another couple of wrinkles. Mm-hmm. Desmond Bain has guaranteed the Grizzlies will return to Memphis for Game 7. Which he guaranteed after Game 2, I think. <laughs> no, after 4. Yeah. He's really good. That he's, oh, he's been great in the series. When they went down 3-1, he guaranteed they're coming back to L.A. And so now he's guaranteeing that they're going to go back to Memphis. Correct. And Dylan Brooks says he's going to be a different difference maker in this series. I'm used to a certain standard for myself. One yep. of these games, I'm going to break out for three or four threes and change the game. So still talking. Yeah. Well, they're still talking, and they're leaving him open. Yeah. They want oh, yeah. him to shoot threes. Yeah, he's been awful. How much responsibility do you feel, Mace? Because I keep getting people now hitting me on Twitter mm-hmm. saying, "Now, last time, yep. Mace was at the game." Yes. So whatever curse was out there before, whatever that Doesn't conversation, exist. you were there and you stayed the entire game. Yes, I did. 
Overtime came. John turned around a couple times. There was Steve Mason. Yep. Mason wasn't going we, anywhere. We cut the lookie after the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now all of a sudden, it's what maybe at one point used to be, Mace, please don't go because we don't know if we're going to win. Now there's... Look at the control Honestly, that you feel on like Twitter, you have. I'm getting. You really need to be at the game. And I, I'm not going. I'm not planning to go tonight. Okay, so but you really need to be at the game because you're the lucky charm. So really, there's no way to win how the this tables debate. have churned it's, here for you. There's no Mace. way to yeah. win this debate. I, I hate there, to break they win, this. I'm there. They lose. I'm at home. They I hate win, to break I'm, this to the audience. I kept the bit up for a really long time. Yes. But whether or not Mason is in attendance has no effect on the actual outcome <laughs> of the game. And it's amazing that you actually have to make that statement. Yeah, it's I've been. Amazing. I've actually never believed in the yeah, curse. I, I was just doing it for the bit. Oh, it's a good bit. And it, I, I, I promised Mason that if if he went to the game and stayed for the whole game and they won, I would drop it. Uh, it's fascinating that people actually oh, believe it people, the other way now. People run with it. Yeah. People so, run with so it. So halftime. Yeah. Let's just say hypothetically Lakers are down three. You're going to send you're going to send a car to get Mason. Do you oh. feel like you have send responsibility? A send a stretch limo. <laughs> you're sitting there. About stretch limos today. By the way, that's pretty funny. Yeah. I don't know who still has stretch limos or who's using them, but I guess. Trav used They're to have, out there. They're for proms. Trav used to have a lot of stretch limos back in his role. No, days. one of my neighbors used one last week. Really? Yeah, yeah he's a big uh, he's a big TV writer. Big... But that's the ultimate look at me, look at me. Now that you're doing Escalade or you do a, yeah. a, a yeah. you know, like a, a Uber Black. Well, yeah. he, this guy is a really, is a successful TV writer and he had a premiere for one of his shows. Right. And the studio sent a limo for him and his wife. Mm. So the typical. Yeah, I always end up. You got that. Like, I don't know how much different the fee is because right. I don't even look. It's like three tiers, right? So the Uber On that comes. Uber, yeah. I'm not even. I just see the Toyota Prius, uh, nineteen dollars and Uber Comfort. No, yeah. u- well, Uber X is the most affordable. Uber, yeah, X. Uber X and right. Uber Comfort's a little bigger. I always go Uber XL because it gives you more room. Then 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 an SUV shows. And up. then Uber Black. Okay, is Uber like, Black is just like too expensive for yeah. your own good. So if you don't believe in the curse, mm-hmm. yeah, do you believe in this? I might have screwed up, and Taylor, I think we all have agreed, has screwed up. Taylor started a. A Sacramento Kings mustache, a playoff oh, mustache. Oh, right, right. Okay. You, is it, yeah, it's hanging in a little uh, bit. I mean, tell, you want to tell a little bit of the story didn't here? Didn't you throw in the towel on that thing? Yeah, so I tried to trim it because I, I heard a rumor that they got, you know it helps it grow back even stronger. And in my process of trimming it, I just you know kind of cut off the whole thing. Cut off a little bit. Okay. A little bit too much. Too much. Started right. And then what happened in game five? Oh, is that when you did it? Yeah, right before game five. All right, so Taylor, five. I need your insight on this. There's only one scenario under which I don't get on a plane tomorrow morning. And the scenario would be mm. Kings win, Lakers, Lakers win. win. Right. Then I get Sunday off and I don't need to go to either Sacramento or San Francisco on Tuesday. What are the what's your level of confidence that the Kings go into the Chase Center and pull off an upset? And by the way, this game, Taylor, is early. Yeah, it's at five, five o'clock. o'clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been saying since the start. Kings in seven. I'm, st- I'm going to hold he on to say that. that. All series. I'm holding on to that belief. Here's what scares me. But since the trimming of the mustache, yeah. 0-1. Things Here's what scares good. me. The Lakers have yet to win a game with Emily wearing bangs. 
right? <laughs> have yet to win a game. Did right. you, I don't know. Did you hear any of this? No. That's oh on God. basketball reference. This way it is. She <laughs> spent three hours in the chair. Not unusual. Oh, I mean, three hours is a lot. Without any long. color. I didn't get any color. Time. It was just oh, cut. Wow. That, it was yeah, just that is, cut. That yeah, is that is too why long. Did you, why did you make the decision to go to the banks? Uh, because I wanted to try something new. Okay. I have it. I had the same hairstyle for a long time, and I wanted to try something new. And I felt like it was, uh, you know, it was time. It's kind of the bangs are back in. They're a little trendier now. Are they so trendy, yeah, yeah, they're trendy among my age group. So I could not we'll sit see. in a chair. Oh, how long does it take? To, well, I'm asking Sliwa how long it takes. <laughs> sit, here, sit here three hours every day. It takes me. I stand up. Yep. I look in the mirror. Yep. I handle the front. Takes yep. about a good two and a half minutes. Yep. Then I turn around with a mirror. So then I could do the back. When's the last time you had someone else cut your hair? Uh, Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Now, Ireland, how long does it take? I know even where. Do you still go to the same place? Yeah. You've had the same person cutting your hair for years and years. How long does it take? Mandy Bowen, shout out. How long does it take? 20 minutes. 20 minutes and yeah. that's it? I'm in and out. The swirl, it only yep. takes 20 only minutes? Takes 20 that's minutes. all probably wow. needs, right? Yeah. How, how long are you in the chair for? Um, I'm in for like 40 minutes. Well, I think no, not I anymore, think right? No, no. When I, you were getting your hair colored, you no, were No, I go to a, a barber. Time. It still takes... I think he's just... I think he's like learning to barber. <laughs> I think he's a remedial... Bar- Was that the right word? A remedial barber? Sure. Barbara. Well, it's kind of an insult. Learning. It means like you're a basic entry Well, he level. went too short here and here, but I'm still going to go back to it. looks good. One. Yeah, it's all right. All right, so Kevin Durant has a lifetime Nike contract. Yeah. So Third does, so does do LeBron. It, right? so, so we are talking about if if there's a brand, if you could get a lifetime contract well, this with is any easy. brand. Okay? This is easy. Any brand. We're going to pick the same one. So Emily went Chili's. Chilies? She's a oh, big. Oh, you'd be. You'd she's be very a jealous. very big fan Emily, of. You'd be very jealous. I I literally live behind a Chili's. What? I do. Manhattan I, Beach, right? Yeah, you know that one in the Manhattan Beach Mall. I live in yeah. the development behind the mall. My son wow. can walk to Chili's in two minutes. <laughs> Is it because I am of jealous. The jingle that you like your baby back, baby back, baby back, baby. <laughs> no, it's just comforting, and they got and good they have, food. And they and... have an unlimited menu. They have okay. like yes. a forty. Ireland thinks we're going to say the same one. So on a count of three, ready? Right, yep. One, two, three. Apple. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you pick? No, Apple? that's a good one. Every. I mean, think about it. That's you, a good one. Oh, I mean, every that... time a phone comes out, every time an iPad comes out, every time a new MacBook comes out, and and who knows what they'll invent yeah, next? Exactly. Yeah, that's a good one. Now, I mean, this, for a while the they way, had magic sunglasses. They kind of got out of that business. This for a guy who uses. I thought you were going to say uh, Google, Google Pixel. Pixel. I thought you guys were both going to say he uses a Pixel. Google Pixel. I'd maybe, I was wondering who uses a Pixel. That's an Apple computer, right? This is a Mac, yeah. Yeah, but you've got the Google Pixel. And think of all the money you would save. Okay, the, I mean, every time you buy something from Apple, it's at least plus three, it's like classy. Bucks. It's not going anywhere. The NBA. Has so many Google Pixel commercials. Right. They do. I might be the only one that got the some. only one that acted on it. <laughs> All right. So I think Taylor had Fender was his. Yeah, guitar. Oh player. yeah, that's smart. Okay. Yeah. Travis went Titleist and In and Out. Uh, both really good. I went REI because it's expensive. That's good. They have a lot of good and stuff. And they have there. a lot of good stuff there. Yeah. So he does his life. So how contract. you feeling about tonight, Slee? So I sent out a tweet on, and a lot of people didn't like it. Laker oh, fans no. weren't crazy about it. Maybe this say? is the jinxing thing. But this is what I truly believe. Mm-hmm. When the Warriors beat the Kings in Game 5, I said, okay, so it's Lakers-Warriors round two. Yes. That's I... definitely... I think a lot of people feel that way. Well, it's but still likely. But people don't like when you put that on Twitter and the series is not over yet. 
So to answer your question, I still feel good. If you just said they're up three games to two, come in here at crypto. You had to get one in Memphis. You did. Memphis had a really, really well-played game in game five. Give them credit. They're a good team. My only concern is how gassed are the Lakers, specifically how gassed is LeBron? Yeah. That's my only. That's my biggest concern yeah, of everything. That's okay. So huge. I think you guys brought this up, but there is a significant advantage if the Lakers win tonight. And it has to do with rest. When the Lakers take the court tonight, they'll know whether or not the Warriors right, have already won. Game, sure. So let's assume the favorite, the Warriors, win. Mm-hmm. Um, if the Lakers win, we leave for San Francisco tomorrow morning. We play a Sunday day game and then a Tuesday night game. Then we'd be off until Saturday. So it would buy the Lakers four full days off until they had to play again. Now, if one of the two teams loses and has to play a game seven, doesn't matter which one. Yeah, what day will game one be? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, and then it's every other day for the whole series. So Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, all the way through. Saturday, Sunday, The Monday. only way they get an extended rest is if the Lakers win tonight. But and if the Lakers win tonight and the Warriors lose tonight, they then, get until Tuesday, correct. right? So the only way they can buy more rest either after tonight or after game two would be to win tonight. My my only, and this is just what the Lakers are signed up for, let's say they win tonight, Warriors win tonight. That's such a quick turnaround to play the Warriors on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, but they're old too. Yeah, and, and you gotta yeah, remember there, there is a little bit of that too that comes into play. But they played the Warriors obviously played deep into June last year, mm-hmm. and they have an older team. Draymond's older, Steph's older, Clay's older. Steph's thirty five. Yeah, you know LeBron's thirty eight. It's not that much of a difference. Close it out tonight. Close it out. I I think they closed it out. In fact, guaranteed. Now that's bad because every time Barkley guarantees, <laughs> guarantees he's anything, wrong. he's wrong. The last thing he guaranteed was Kings beat the Warriors. I think in Clippers game five. too. Yeah, I think Clippers too. He guaranteed. Yeah. All right, Super Cross Talk is powered by In and Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. Mason Island coming up next. It Friday. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.